This week on The Reverse Stick, we question the coaching crash. And the Pro League is back. Uh, unless you're in India, then it's the Pro Week. And welcome to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. My name is John Crokey Lee and joining me is... Matt, giving it to the umps, Alan. How are you? Uh, Greetings. What, welcome. What, um, look, let's start off. What, what exactly does that mean? What's your problem? Nothing. I thought you were fully supportive today of, of the umpiring fraternity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just okay. Giving them you don't want to make an issue of this? No. Because some people are making make an issue of it, John. Do they? I'm just there to support hockey. If I don't believe the decisions are right from the umpire, it's my right as a spectator to, to make that commentary, surely. Yeah, we, we need to give you yeah. a microphone again. Thumpires, crumb, what, uh, what, I'm trying to think of the right one for the, the guys today. I don't know, maybe the chumpires. Anyway. No. Oh, it could have been. Could have been the chumpires going on. We, uh, we didn't play though today, although I did play a little inter, interclub scratch match before going <laughs> on to watch our, our men's ones. Top grade stuff did happen. There was some how lives. Many, how many head of cattle did you win today, by the way, in that scratch match? We won. That's all that matters. Oh, mate. Said, okay, just just huh? checking. I said to them prior, <laughs> you can become the the bottom grade turf side, and we'll go. We'll be the the grass side if you beat us. They are never going to beat us. Oh, okay. Never. Did you play on? I played centre half the first half. Turf or grass? Did you play on? On turf. On. Oh, on so you turf. played a grass side on turf. Yeah. Okay. Give them them two one. I just give them an opportunity, oh, you know, okay. to, yeah, to play yeah, on the good stuff. Give them a sniff. Just <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. It's good. Yeah, a couple of beers afterwards and then down to go and watch our ones and that was a terrible result, um, which will be reflected in our tipping competition results in the Hockey WA Premier League tipping. Some bloke it's called, good to know some bloke called Dwyer, yeah, <laughs> copying our tips. Huh? So <laughs> Why are we doing that again in a hurry? <laughs> I'm pleased that he's doing as badly at this stage of uh, the results of this weekend as we are. News. And of course, folks, the big news this week is the return of the Pro League. Hockey we, at its best. Have we got, we don't have the applause yet, do we? It's not there. No. 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 Okay. News. We must get that reprogrammed. Yeah. Or maybe we should learn how to use it properly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That, that would be a good it's idea. Been, it's only been a year. Um, Germany to host Belgium as hockey at its best restarts. Yes, the FIH so, uh, has so, uh, announced... Pro League's back. It's back. Uh, the an, It's the annual global home and away league involving the world's best international teams, both men and women, will resume on the 22nd of September with the national teams of Germany hosting their Belgium counterparts in a thrilling clash between two European powerhouses. Uh, so that's the start of uh, eight months of Pro League season two. Half. Of season two. Well, we've had about a third so far, haven't we? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, third, I think. Yeah. Uh, but this is posted on July the 9th. This news, the FIH has confirmed the new schedule for the men's and women's competitions for the 2020 Pro League. Um, and it's been extended until June 2021. Now, that's thrown up some interesting conundrums um, in the fixturing, Matt, uh-huh. as it turns out. 
look, what do you what do you make of the decision? Are they a, a little bit in front of themselves? Are they? Is, well, it, is th- it a wise think, uh, announcement to be making at this point? The the only reference I can make to it is is uh, maybe a comparison here in Australia at the moment where we're actually up and running and playing. We saw some clubs in Victoria, um, particularly Melbourne clubs, saying the fixtures are out, we'll be underway in two weeks' time. And then we've seen an announcement this week that all winter competitions from Hockey Victoria have been cancelled. Um, and it's the only route they can take quite seriously for them, and it's a shame for, for, for people living there, particularly in, in some areas where perhaps they haven't... Um, had a, a, a rush of um, COVID cases and, and you know, there, there are so, certain areas that haven't, but yeah, we, well, I, I just, you know, I just, we, uh, let's just hold our horses. We've got plenty of time on the Pro League, haven't we? We've got plenty of time. But they've, they've made the announcement, so it's, it, it looks like it's going ahead. I did print off the fixtures and I haven't had that much of a time to look through it. There is one country that we'll talk about in a second, but just to give you an example, um, uh, we've got a game due here on April 25th next year. That's that's in, in here in Perth. Right. I'd, li- I'd like to think by then our strict border controls would be over and done. So is that here. Anzac Day weekend game? Anzac Day weekend. New Zealand? Yeah, which is uh, yeah 24th and 25th. So I imagine the men are doubling up there as well as that fixture. But if you look at them, they start on September 22nd and the 23rd. Then there's a game on the... 27th and 29th, uh, 31st of October and the 1st of November, then the 1st and 4th So we've got a whole, we missed the whole of October until well, right to the end. It, look, it's confusing a bit because you have these double up fixtures at the same venue involving the same teams, mm-hmm. right? So I like to think of them as, as one fixture with two legs at it. That, that makes, so you've got essentially one, two, three, four, five fixtures um, between the 22nd of September and the 15th of November, then no hockey till the 23rd of January, uh, which is a one-off game between China and Belgium, and then nothing again to the 6th of March. In, in China? Uh, WHS, I'd have to look at the... Yeah, Wuhan. Hockey. No, yeah. that would be Wuhan. So <laughs> <laughs> you got that on your mind. Uh, it, it's here. WHS on the key here is the, no, Wujin. Wujin. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's the one. Of course yeah. you did. So these games are awfully spread out. Yeah. Over, over, now, one of the interesting things when you look at the draw on the men's side of things is the number of games India play in a very short space of time. Now, we mentioned earlier on in episodes, when, before all this COVID stuff came along, about the unbalanced nature of the pro league schedule yeah. as it was. We saw Germany having big clumps of games right at the end of the pro league. Now, it's got to be remembered that that was supposed to be a lead-in to an Olympic Games. And this is what this is as well, the pro league. All of these international teams are using this as their lead-in yes, no to doubt. the Olympic uh, Games. No doubt. Okay. So with with the Indian men, you get a situation where they play an extraordinary number of games in an extraordinary short space of time. Now, Jaspreet Sani, our mate Jaspreet, wrote a story on the timesofindia.com 
Um, on Thursday, oh, it's entitled, Here's Why India Plays Six Months After the FIH Pro League Resumption on September 22nd. And that's right. Um, April 10-11 is India's first game they're scheduled to play in the Pro League between now and when now and when it finishes. Um, <laughs> they then go on to play. Well, I've got all my bits of paper here. Now, they then have uh, eight matches in total in 23 days between May 8 and 30 in four different countries, three in Europe and one at a time. With a near barren calendar for the next nine months, the team would ideally want to play a few games to stay in shape, especially considering the rescheduled Tokyo Olympics in July, August next year. So they've got a whole pile of games in very few days, and it's all in Europe. That's three of those country all the games it's a tour in Europe. it's it's a tour it's a mini tournament it is probably what every coach in the pro league would have loved yeah. to have fixtured a, a little mini tournament just before they go into the olympics um now what that means for other teams who knows as i said uh, australia's first games are, well, they've had a big chunk anyway you know, the, the, you know of, of of games uh, it it's yeah. All of these games, they're trying to squeeze as many in towards the end of the year. Of course. End of the season. In the hope. In the hope yeah. that it, it's going to happen. What's great, though, is um, it, this is on the, from the FIH article on it, John. Commenting on the announcement, FIH President Dr. Narinda Dhruv Batra said, now I'm assuming because of the doctor uh, title honorific there, that um, what he's saying here is, is uh, well, I'm hoping... An actual med- a medical opinion. Anyway, um, all hockey fans have been eagerly waiting for the day where the world's best teams would play again. Here we go. This is the important bit. Whilst the pandemic is not over and staying healthy while playing hockey is an absolute priority, it's a sign of hope that the resumption of the 2020 FIH Pro League is looming. I wish all teams well and invite all fans to enjoy hockey at its best in the months ahead. There we go. So, whilst the pandemic is not over and staying healthy, while playing hockey is an absolute priority. That, those are the words of the doctor at the head of the FIH. The doctor? The, it says doctor, yeah. The doctor. Okay. Um, so, do you think that we were wise to carry on with the Pro League in the format they've chosen? Or should we have just wiped it out and just had started a Pro League at the beginning of well, it's it's already November caused compli- it's already caused complications, and we're potentially chasing a dream here with it that these games might not go ahead. They could. We, it's what's happening here in in Melbourne at the moment. This this explosion in coronavirus coronavirus cases could happen to any major city anywhere in the world at any time, and who knows in the next two or three years even, uh, and. Uh, yeah, just hold your horses. Yeah, wipe it, wipe it out. How long has we, it been? That's uh, why been in lockdown there. Well, in how Melbourne, long was? Mate? How long is it since the fiscally responsible pro league finished? Mm. We crowned our winners. That's it. Job done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and all of that you don't know. As look, Victoria's a good example because they were on the verge of just everything opening up again, and they, they had no cases, and everybody was cock a hoop. And, and and the hockey association there released fixtures to well, be played in two weeks' time. Well, we we were in the same position. We're, we're just a little bit more fortunate than other people that we do have some sort of hard border that separates us a lot more easily from the rest of the world, and that 
Um, it could have happened here just as easily. And still and it could. still could. Yeah. And I think that's the scary thing, that it, it's not that we're safe. No one's safe yet, but we're, we've got to start getting back to normal. But if it comes back, we've got to go bang like... What well, you, Melbourne's what, what gone are you doing? hard shutdown. What right? are you doing after? <laughs> Did you hear the story about um, the the police being alerted to um, a house where they found 16 people out the back of the house hiding who'd been celebrating a birthday party? No. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it cost them $26,000 in fines. Ouch. Wait for it. They'd... Um, they were alerted to a potentially suspicious breach of the COVID rules by a paramedic crew that had been at um, a local KFC and had been, had been sus about the fact that two people came in and ordered food for 20 people <laughs> at 1.30am on the Saturday morning. And the paramedics were in there getting to feed themselves at the same time. <laughs> wow, <is> this... <laughs> Wow. So they're, they're fairly onto it, mate. They'll, yeah. they'll catch you out if you're doing the wrong thing. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Got any more news? Um, not a lot, Pat mate. Probably honest, being no. back. Look out for it if you like it, uh, it, it. Let's be honest. It's a warm up for the Tokyo Olympics, as far as coaches and countries uh, yeah. and it, again. That's what it is. Yeah, again. So move on. <laughs> I ain't got a lot, mate. I've had a, I've had a busy week. Uh, couldn't even make training midweek. Did make uh, walking hockey on on Monday. Mm. Played on the uh, Saturday. No, was it Saturday? When did we record? Friday we recorded. Yeah, played. Saturday. Okay, had a win. Had oh, a win. Yeah, that's news. Um, streaming from the ACT Canberra Hockey League yesterday. Yep. Check out at the Hockey Live hashtag Live Stream Hockey. Uh, and streaming from here and streaming from here in WA with Ash Morrison as well from Hockey WA. So check that out. Um, yeah, our tipping's going terribly. Um, hockey community, you been on there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Keep Fair going enough. on there. You did that as well, folks. You would do. Yeah, and of course, if you don't follow us on the socials, please do. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the Reverse Stick. I did want to ask you a question. Go on. Have you heard anything about the uh, Joburg League? The Joburg League. In South Africa. Shot South Africa put up this thing on shoot. Facebook. Shoot. Shoot. Shot. Shoot. Um, on Double Facebook. T. And I thought, oh, I had a look at it. And it was something to do with signing out. I thought you'd be right across it. I haven't spotted it. Oh. I follow well, him. Anyway, go on. About the Joburg League and enticing players and coaches to sign up for playing in the Joburg League. Okay, it's a league in... Johannesburg, yeah. I assume, in South Africa. Is it hockey? Yeah, yeah it's yes? hockey. Okay, all right, okay, good. That's good. Mate, <laughs> you oh, no, I don't know. You haven't intimated it was. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us here on the Tiddlywinks <laughs> podcast, Global Tiddlywinks podcast. Oh, mate, come on. We do about 12 different podcasts covering all different sports, <laughs> all, all the minority sports around the world. Look, sometimes we get a bit mixed up. Sorry, yeah, please do listen to our other um, <laughs> sport, minority sports podcasts that we do. Oh, come on, they're not minority sports. If you, if, look, if you'd like to support minority sports, in, in particular, what's this one we're doing? Hockey. Field hockey. Then go to our, <laughs> our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick to support our field. Field hockey, field hockey podcast yeah. endeavours. Did you know our Fart Ackling podcast has three billion 
follow us. What is big? Yeah, I mean, this, we just do this one for fun, don't we? We do. I was serious there here on the Global Hockey Podcast, the reverse stick, uh-huh. about the Joburg League. I just yeah, saw the graphic and I went to print it out because I just saw it earlier. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like photos of, of a press release on, and it, you know, it's Facebook how those things work. It wasn't. You, you, you go and find it. So, uh, While you do find it. Social media fade of the week. Uh, okay. Great work by the FIH to uh, update their profile picture on, uh, on Facebook. The International Jousting Federation. Yeah, with something which was about 30 pixels by 30 pixels or something like that. It changed a day later. Maybe they heard me ranting at home. I don't know. And also, uh, Oceana Hockey. Great to see some videos. <laughs> great to see some videos of uh, current and former Olympians chatting. Um, it, it just it, it probably shows testament to the quality of that video as to why the FIH just took a transcript and put it on their website. They didn't post the video. Didn't post the video, no. Just didn't share, didn't share the video, no. Or, oh. or the original. Didn't no. make it on the social wall? Because I believe that's nah, didn't even share the post. Um, really? Yeah, it'd be nice to see some use of a little bit of grammar. And um, please, 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 landscape. Landscape, not portrait. Landscape. Okay, oh. I'll take it from you. Speaking of social media... There's a gentleman by the name of Stephen Williams. Willow! Who... <laughs> no, don't. No, I went to school with Willow. <laughs> is, oh, it, is he Steve, Stephen Williams 4 on Twitter? What are you talking... I don't know. I, I anyway, go, 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 go. You go for But he's, he's a coach of the Wolves Hockey name. Club in England. And Wolf, uh, not Wolf. Stone Men's Hockey Club. Ah, right, yeah, I think it is, yeah. I think it is Stephen Williams. Is it that Four. guy? That I you think know. it is, yeah. And you know He's him. a coach. I know Stone Hockey Club. There's a lovely little club there. Okay. Played, well, some, played some nice pre-season tournaments there a few years ago. He was, he was on, uh, he posted some photos on Twitter uh-huh. of his legs post a coaching incident in which he wasn't wearing shin pads, Matt. Uh-huh. And it's fair to say he's got an egg on his shin. After said accident, it, apparently it's um, a sub-periosteal uh, hematoma. Periosteal, that, that's it, a hematoma, bone bruising, yeah. as you may know. Tough enough, Prince. And two, two weeks on crutches. Uh-huh. And it's a fair egg. It yeah. is an egg on his shin. Yeah. Shinnies, Matt, very important. Wear shinnies. I, Even coaches I love, around hockey balls. I just, I just love seeing the arrogant uh, folks that... Think they're they're <laughs> they're like above goofy. the knees. Yeah, they uh, no. You're just crying out for just a little tap on the shin, or at least one, just a ball driven through you two inches off the ground. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I I understand yeah, yeah. that. I would also, um, and it's very important you wear shin pads so you don't get an egg like. Stern. Well, yeah, but about mouth guard though, gum shield. You um, you don't wear one, do you? No, but things no. aren't going to get much worse than no. that. <laughs> no, 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 so, no, no. I'm not going to lose Yeah, I don't. And we tell the kids, you must, you must wear them, you must wear them, you must wear them. And, and a box. Yeah, don't, don't do that anymore. Got the two kids done. Not that worried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, you know what? What? Did catch my eye this week. What, what, what caught your eye in episode 152? And you know, you know what we're missing? Today, you know what we missed today, probably because I reckon it's over by now. Nine twenty-nine. Oh, they'd be they'd be out of the cocktail bar by now. Um, it's the it's Asian Hockey Federation. Oh, 
online coaching. No, we've got a time difference. We could still jump in. We'll have a two and a half hour difference. It's the online coaching, what do they call them? Conference? Webinar. Webinar thing. Yeah. Very popular, very popular these days. It's not on Zoom, is it, John? Hockey fives. What? Hockey fives. Coach, there's an online coaching webinar thing, conference slash talking fest for the AHF. So what, so I can, can I get a qualification in hockey fives coaching? Is that the thing? I, I don't know. Look, there was, apparently it was being led by two gentlemen whose names I'm not going to mention because I don't know if I'm rep- misrepresenting. No, it's, yeah, it's pa- no, it's pa- and they're good people. There was a Pakistani I'll... fellow, um, and I can't think of the other. other but what are you gonna, two blokes. What are you going to present at a Hockey Fives coaching tutorial? How to play Hockey Fives, John? How to play Hockey Fives? Come on. Well, it struck me that we we have to be some of the world's leading thinkers on hockey fives because we play it. We get yes. we've played it for a while now. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah, we, slightly, slightly different, slightly different experience. We being control <laughs> what to to do the coaching webinars. Well, in fairness to the two gentlemen, oh picture, well, yeah, no, it's a very good point. I don't. I deliberately. Why don't the know. hell at the FIA on the Wild Apricot site not got us set up to be? The hockey five coaching exponents. Look, we should be, yeah, we should be educating the world on hockey five, shouldn't we, John? We should. And uh, look, I, I look, do, I do it. I do it. I t- totally have a vision cents. of the game in where one in every five players is a goalkeeper. Yeah, because that's hockey fives, my friend. You must have a goalkeeper in full kit. Well, it's hockey fours as well. It's just hockey fours, then, isn't it? It is. Yeah. That it's in the rules. Well, the in the rules last time I looked. So they might have changed in the last 12 months. But I'm pretty sure it's still written in the rules. You know what you should you do? must have a full-kitted goalkeeper. If you're not sure about the rules, John, you should contact Keedy Donner, FHM Buyers, for Ruley Tuesday. Ruley Tuesday? Another one, another one out this week. Every Tuesday, some, you know, query on the rules. Send it in to FHMPuyers.com. Do you reckon we can make the next episode unruly Tuesday? <laughs> well, the debate was, is it Rulesy Tuesday or Ruley Tuesday? Rulesy uh, Rulesy's a bit groovier, isn't it? Is it, is it? Is something, yeah, something. Rulesy's a bit, um, has a bit more. Anyway, I'm thinking about taking the new, our logo, just going black and white with it. What do you think? Black and white? Yeah. No. No, okay, alright. No. Next, next. No, I want you to go back to the, what, what, seriously? What's happening what, in the US what, what at is the moment? The, what, what, what do you coach players to do in hockey fives? Uh, get it, give it. Get it, give it, John. Oh, hockey fours, four. For oh, just, just just give it in fours. I don't. <laughs> just smash it. I, 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 yeah. Is that a separate? Are we now going to have credited hockey five coaches? Yes, of course. That's the way it's going to go. It's the third format of the game. An accredited hockey fives coach. Yes. Really. There'll be specialists. Experts in hockey fives. Yes, we might even be we might even be the the first choice commentary team. Expert analysis for hockey fives. It's a different sport. You can't rely on the old fuddy duddies like bloody Irving and Morrison and who cares? You know, it's it's a different game. They need something new, dynamic, 
with the times. Glow, hope, ho, brother. Are you the voice of the new huh? generation? I'm going to be the voice of Hockey Fives, yes. You're sounding like new coke. That's what you sound like. We talked about that last week. No, Hugo. The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Oh, I still don't get it. A coaching glab for Hockey Fives. Well, good on you. And I'll say it again, a sport in which one in five players is a goalkeeper. That's excitement, folks. Okay. Uh, yeah, briefly mentioning Stanford Uni, getting rid of the field hockey program amongst uh, a host of other Olympic sports, uh, maybe a sign of the times to come in the US. Hey, just on the US, a, a good little post that I saw whenever it came out, um, in the NCAA Division Three. Mm-hmm. so I'm assuming that's across hockey and other sports, um, student athletes won't be charged for their their games, because they pay to play, apparently, some sort of system, um, if they play less than 50% of the games that were uh, scheduled to have been played. So if they don't get half the season in, they won't be charged. Right. That's what my understanding of that is. I could be totally wrong. But it sounds like at least they're thinking about these things. Yeah, well, lots going on there. I think, uh, I think there's an announcement this week as well about the men's head coach. National men's team head coach role yep. is up for grabs, and uh, inside the women's was announced not too long back. Any what? Any, any inside, inside running? No, nothing. No, not, no. You sure? It'd be pretty attractive, I would think, for any coaches. Well, apart from the fact you'd have to move to the US at the moment. Well, there is that. Um, <laughs> in fact, how many more games do the US have slated down in the uh, pro league fixtures? I've gone somewhere. Anyway. That's why that's a bit dodgy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's it for me this week, John. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Is that all you got? Yeah, I've got, I've, yeah, I've got nothing. You got more? Hey? You got more? I've done that. I've done that. I've You're done the one that. with the list this week. I've done that. I said, Well, I thought you'd be all over the Joburg League. <laughs> I, still, I still don't know what it is. Hey? What is it? Haven't you looked it up yet? No. You're supposed to be the social media man. All right, okay. Um, look, here's a task for our listeners. Please do email matt at net or john at net with a pricey. No, just send it to me, matt at net with a pricey of what the Joburg League is. I really appreciate that. And now, here on the Reverse Stick. Uh. The Global Hockey Podcast, Matt's Mystery File. Almost forgotten all about it. Step over to the side of the room. Microphone cable at full stretch. Uh, I should take a photo of you with your beanie on (gasps) and the headphones over Nearly cramped it up there. It is actually cold here in Perth, yeah, right? So I think we're down up. to about six degrees tonight, aren't we? Celsius overnight. Yeah, it's been too lovely, sunny, chilly, lovely sunny day. But a, a lot, but for our uh, Kiwi listeners, you don't want to come here with day, winters like this here in Perth. You just don't want to come here. No, it's horrible. Stay away, yeah, all of you, okay. particularly the Victorians. All right, let's have a look. What, what am I looking at here? This is uh, July nineteen sixty-one. We've got here, John. Let's open it. All right. Oh, it's, oh it's, right, here we go. We'll, we'll do this one, page seven. Japs to play in Australia. 
what date was this? 1961. The New South Wales Association is arranging three or four matches for the Japanese team, which will spend five days in New South Wales on their way to New Zealand. They arrive on August the 3rd. The Japs are likely to play in Sydney, <laughs> Crookwell and Canberra before flight, how juvenile, before flying to Melbourne to play Victoria. Uh, if time is available, the Japanese may also play at Newcastle and Bathurst. The Japs will be in New Zealand for three weeks. Sounds like they're invading there. Do you remember the Commando comics when you were a kid? Uh, Bonsai, Bonsai, no, Japs. No, yeah, yeah, like, I, I did, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. get the little German war ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Alright, we're going to give you one more. Okay. Okay, this is Victorian viewpoints. Quite apt. At the moment, at the June meeting of the Let Victorian Amateur Hockey Association, a transfer of £375 from the grounds reserve was allotted to cover the chartered aircraft return fares of the 15 players and manager to Brisbane for the Australian Championship. Selected players had only to cover their own accommodation and equipment costs. This grant is part return of the 1959 appropriation to grounds reserve made from the Interstate Players Trip Fund. There you go. So we go, some weeks going, people got to pay their way for everything, and then sometimes state associations stump up the cash. Did they buy their uniforms? Quite possibly, John. Blazers. Oh, blazers. I, I think all first grade teams... They should wear a blazer. They made, should wear a blazer. What about a club tie? Have yes. we got a club tie? Yeah, well, not, not with the new um We need a club tie, Matt. Speak to your teammate Duncan. He's in charge of merch. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I'll have a chat to him. Um, well, that was Matt's mystery file. That was very yeah. mysterious. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'll be trembling. Yeah. Trembling, trembling, I will. What is coming up in hockey, Matt? What is coming up? Because a few nations, we've had it this way. We know we've got the Pro League back from the 22nd of September. Oh, no, I forgot. There's one more thing to talk about. Oh, oh, oh. I, I gotta let no no I just yeah. need to sit now yeah this week in fact in the last couple of days um there's been a change at Hockey India Matt. Oh was, yes there has yeah, yeah, yeah. now I was gonna do a ding constitution corner. Yeah. Was gonna do one but I'm but you're not see I was gonna do it about India mm. and then this just came up and it got Got distracted a bit, but this is this is what we got. We no, distracted, John, no. and I'm trying right. to get no, the narrative no, no, John, right. right. But Let's, anyway, no. John, just stop. Now, hockey. India. No, why were you distracted, John? What this week? Yes, because you've been building what, John? Uh, tube-powered reverb. Tube. Yes, it's taken a lot of your time, hasn't it, John? It's electronic with valves and and transformers in it. It's, it was like the mad scientist lad coming into here in, in, earlier on in the week. Um, so yeah, John's been consumed making boys' toys, guitar toys. Yeah, I, I, look, I must admit, I got a bit carried away. So that's why it? there's no, that's a real right reason why there's no Constitution Corner, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it'll sound great. I'll post a video when it's finished, and you go, "Oh, that sounds great." Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. We didn't want to listen to Constitution Corner that week anyway. anyway. But what we're listening to this week is uh, a posting on the Hockey India, the official website of Hockey India, hockeyindia.org, on the 10th of July. 
Hockey India Executive Board held an emergent executive board meeting today naming Manipur's Gayendra Ningombam as the officiating president of Hockey India. This was following the resignation letter of Maud Mushtaq Ahmed received by Hockey India on 7th of July 2020 due to his personal and family commitments. There was a bit of in you know, the a, hockey. You know, there was a few comments about he should. That his time was served anyway. It was well, time to, we'll know. get to that in a second. In the hockey India Emergent Executive Board meeting convened today, where the resignation of Mushtaq Ahmed was accepted, the Hockey India Executive Board, under the rules and regulations of the Hockey India Constitution, subsequently nominated and approved Hockey India's Senior Vice President, Mr. Ningomban. Uh, Ningomban. Uh, yeah. As the new officiating president. Oh, what? Not the actual one, like Mr. Batra. Does it say that? No, it doesn't say that, does it? Now, that's all very well and good, and uh, that sounds all right. Except that the previous story I had read to that story mm-hmm. was this story from sportstarthehindu.com. It's great that you're giving an attribution to where you're reading this stuff from as well. It's very important. Yes. It was, it was, Still didn't get anything back from Hockey Australia, It by was the way. posted on July 8. So that's two days before the Hockey yeah, India yeah. post. And according to Hockey India, a day after uh, Mustak Ahmed resigned from the Hockey India for personal and reasons. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sports Ministry asks Hockey India President to deem it office. This is a report from Sportstar. The Sports Ministry has asked Hockey India President Mushtaq Ahmed to step down, declaring that his 2018 election was violent of the National Sports Code's 10-year guidelines. In a July 6 letter addressed to Hockey India Secretary Rajinder Singh, the Ministry asked the Federation quote, to conduct fresh election for the post of president by September 30 for the remaining term of up to uh, the 30th of September 2020. 22. 22, sorry. Uh, the matter has been examined and it has been observed that Mushtaq Ahmed had earlier served as treasurer in Hockey India from 2010 to 2014 and then secretary general from 2014 to 2018. The instant term 2018 to 22 of Mushtaq as president is his third consecutive term as office bearer in Hockey India, the letter said. Now, why is this important, Matt? A bit more constitution corner comes up. Um, the election of Ahmed as Hockey India president in 2018 has been a matter of controversy between the National Sports Federation and the Ministry. Now... Uh, under the Sports Code of 2011, office bearers of a, a national sports federation can have only two consecutive right. terms of yeah, four years each. But after later amendments, a president can hold office for three terms. Huh. Constitution corner, Matt. <laughs> now, is, does that mean you can your third term can be as president, having served to? Two previous well, terms. and then have another two terms. I can, or as president, can you, you can have hold three, three yeah, terms. Yeah. Now, well, according to the uh, Indian Sports Authority, um, no, nah, you can't. It's two consecutive terms was his his 
Phil. So he was told he to, had to vacate no, the post. But it's interesting because they say they say that it, it 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 comes up for election, but because he's resigned and then there's been an instant appointment um, of a new guy in the role, without going to election by the looks of it. There's no there's no mention of election in that post from Hockey India, is there? Well, there's all he's, sorts he's of been, stuff he's now. Been, he's been appointed. One guy steps down, another guy gets appointed. Now, Hockey India was not a recognised federation in 2010. No. It got recognition oh, on the 28th right. of February 2014, which is a story in Sorry, itself. Sorry, was he, was, he, was he with IHF before then, or was he... Or was he with Hockey India? No, well, he was the treasurer between 2010 and 2014. Now, we're talking about the constitution of the FIH here. Of, of, sorry, of Hockey India. Yeah, yeah. And them having to serve under the, the constitutional requirements of a national sports federation in, in India. India. yeah. Now, okay, so, <laughs> you know, Hockey India put a bit of jam on that. Let's, let, let's not to be too harsh on them. Put a bit of jam on it. We can see what's going on there. What staggers me is that the guy served four years as treasurer, four years as secretary, yeah. and either willfully tied, tried to dodge around the system, um, was given advice that, no, nah, you're sweet because you weren't, uh, we weren't a national federation until 2014. Yeah, so yeah some sort work. of technicality. Or, had no idea that anything was wrong at all. <laughs> which, is, which is even worse. <laughs> After holding those two prior positions exactly. and this position, yeah. Can, can you read another narrative there? <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering. Just wondering. Well, um, it's, it's, it's either, it, it's dodgy or it's stupidity. It's, there's not really any middle ground with it. Now, I'm not to say that that little clause in their constitution is a good one to to be in there or not. That, that's up for, to the people who vote and blah, blah, and do all those sorts of things within that federation. But if you've got clauses in there in your constitution, you've got to follow them. And and the reason you've got to follow them is partly to avoid situations like this. And, but when you don't and, follow and the them... Legality is well, one thing. But that leaks down the system. Yeah. Fishes rot at the head. Mm-hmm. And that this... <laughs> You know, I shake my head that it would get to a, a, a that this would be allowed to happen. By did no one in hockey India realise this? That, that that potentially, oh look, we'll just give him the job anyway. Well, it, oh. it, it, it took a it took a serve a, a, a notice to be served to see some action within it. It did, and then some very swift action was taken. Now, what, as you mentioned, what's interesting is that um, they've been asked to conduct a fresh election for the post of president, not to appoint a new president. Yeah. Now, maybe there's something within the Hockey India uh, statutes that allow them to bypass that and appoint someone. I don't. They, they might have a clause written in that says, "Look, we've got this statute. That says in, in this case, we yeah, yeah. you know, this person then takes the role. Yeah. yeah. You, you just don't know. But uh, once again, you got. You just really got to love that roundabout, don't you? Magic, magic indeed. Here on the Reverse Tick, the Global Hockey Podcast, we're just about to finish up, Matt. Anything more you would like to say? I don't think so. No, no, that's me, mate. You know, just been an absolute pleasure and joy to be here, sitting opposite you and broadcasting 
episode 152 of the Reverse Deck, the Global Hockey Podcast. Oh. oh, that's the wrong one. I need to press this one to make. That, there it is. It. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's much easy. better. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, we're right on top of it. No, <sighs> we're still weekly, though, mate. Just, we're still weekly. It's, we're treading a fine line. It's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We're much more comprehensive than we were two that's weeks ago on the Saturday we record. Did run around stupidly for an hour and then imbibe lots. I did. Did you? Yeah. I missed out. Well, you weren't invited. Head coach said he thought there was a homeless bloke in his car the other night. Head coach said he thought the, uh, oh, there was really? a homeless bloke in his car. I said, yeah, you met John, did you, Scotty? I don't know. So I thought he was just a, like a local like, homeless bloke who jumped in for a lift. Thanks, mate. You're all class. <laughs> See, this is going to end soon, this. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's it. No Easter eggs this week. That's it. We've, they've already got them. Yeah. Cheeky bastard. <laughs>